Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast. Guess what? It is November, November 1st, 2022. It's a Tuesday. How are you doing today, Mike? Ah, oh, doing great, Brenty. Great to have you back. It's, uh, it, it feels it's good, good to see your smiling face again, man. <laughs> right back at you, buddy. I heard that you did uh, a pretty good job with the podcast while oh, I was away. I, I hope so. I hope everyone uh, listening and watching enjoyed and got plenty of good ideas. So, uh, yeah, sounds like well, I, I, I hope you I had really, a great weekend and, uh, and time away, too. I did. I did. I am in North Carolina right now. I'm in the mountains, just getting a little... A little more relaxation for like a day or two, but I'm back on the podcast and I really appreciate you taking over for a little bit while I'm getting some relax- relaxation time. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch podcast is a place where every single trading day you can get at least five trading ideas. We're giving you a preview as to upcoming news items we think you should have on your radar. We're giving you a good little review of some news items that have been on the radar for the last week or so. And we're just getting you, trying to get you some good trading ideas, stuff to think about for the day. Maybe you make an investment, maybe you make a trade, maybe you do neither, and you just get some good education. We're going to start off with a quick preview of our list so you know what you're getting yourself into, and then we're going to jump into each of these ideas just a little more. Our first stock to watch for the day is Twitter, TWTR. If you, ladies and gentlemen, have been wondering what's been going on with Twitter the last few days as far as the stock and the company, we're going to give you some quick updates there. Our second stock to watch for the day is Advanced Micro Devices. That's ticker AMD. Number three is Black. That is formerly Square. If you don't recognize that name, it's ticker SQ. They changed the company name, but they kept the ticker. Kind of cool. Our fourth stock to watch is Yum China. The ticker is YUMC YUMC. And our last stock to watch for the day is Arista Networks. It's ticker ANET. Mike, why don't you start us off? with what's going on in Twitter lately. I bet some of our listeners have been kind of like, where's where's my chart on Twitter? What's up with that? Yeah, I was about to comment on it. You can see right there, there's just blank. Um, and if anyone's wondering what's going on, well, it's private now. As of uh, last Friday, it was officially taken off of information and trading systems on the New York Stock Exchange after uh, Elon Musk's official SEC filing that it's 
bought out. It's private. So any of anyone who still was holding shares should have gotten, I think it was 5420 uh, per share. You should have gotten that into your, your brokerage. And, uh, and that's kind of it. I mean, there's no no way to trade it now. It's a, it's a yep. private company again, which is kind of wild. It's always kind of wild. And we don't really know, like, at least I don't really know if it's going to go public again. I mean, knowing Elon Musk, that's probably nothing crazy, but uh, a little bit more research that we can do and kind of learn if, you know, Musk has indicated that. I just wanted to give like a couple updates as to what's going on with the deal and what's going on with the company. You know, you can't trade it right now, but obviously it's still catching a ton of headlines. I'm sure that investors are going to be following the Twitter in Elon Musk story because Elon Musk and because of Twitter and also because how, in my opinion, important Twitter is to the investing world. Right, Mike? I mean, it's such a, a, a common space for everyone to share thoughts and ideas um, that it's been, like you said, it's such a, a common space for the investing world. It's, it's uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a easy place to share quick bites of information. And yep. I think, uh, you know, like you mentioned, too, the stock has always been an interest, especially Elon Musk has always been an interest. Uh, obviously, right. It's a whole group of uh, interesting things for the whole trading community. And we're definitely seeing a ton of headlines still this week, still today on Twitter and Elon Musk. And just a couple quick updates there. So uh, you listeners, ladies and gentlemen, aren't super surprised. The headlines that you're going to see today are that Elon Musk is now the sole loan director at Twitter. He got rid of all of the directors that were in place, the board of directors that were in place prior to the deal. But... That was a part of the deal. That was actually terms of the deal. So this is not a surprise that these directors are out of here and Elon Musk is the sole director. Um, I think he's, you know, he's called like the CEO now as such. Uh, reports yesterday were saying that uh, Elon Musk is planning to cut about 25% of Twitter's workforce. And one of the reports that we saw, uh, one of the sources said that this was, quote, the first round. So. 25% to start something, maybe, probably seems like there's going to be more. And then another headline that we saw yesterday that is probably going to apply to a lot of people out there that are listening as investors, as traders. Uh, we also saw a report uh, late Sunday, early Monday that Twitter is planning to start charging $20 per month to get that little check mark by your name, the little verification. That seems like a pretty quick way to start monetizing things if you are Elon Musk. What do you think about that last one, Mike? That's an interesting one because it's it's simultaneously like such a a badge of honor that you know maybe it'll be devalued after uh, ability to have the masses have it. But I think it's a a great idea because it's we've seen so many uh, of the big tech companies in just the last month and few weeks with earnings showing declining ad revenue. We've seen it with yeah. Google. We've seen it on YouTube front. We've seen it all across the board. So having a way to essentially build that monthly recurring revenue for, for free. I mean, them putting a verification badge, it's not going to cost Twitter money. So agreed. the great way I, to increase revenue. I think a lot of people are still going to use verification. I, I imagine that's not going to be a huge deterrent, but that's just kind of my take on it. You know, who, who am I? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> our second stock to watch for the day is Advanced Micro Devices. It's AMD, uh, of course, one of our big three chip companies, along with NVIDIA, Intel, 
and they're going to be reporting quarterly results today after the close. Analysts are expecting 70, 74 cents per share in earnings on sales, just under $6 billion. One thing that we like to look at on the podcast, one thing that we like to get you some information on is when companies are going to be reporting. And for better or for worse, AMD hasn't really been reporting consistently over the last few quarters. So something to keep in mind, uh, like <clears throat> last quarter, I think we saw the results by out-published and accessible to the investors. Stock starts moving around 4.05 p.m. Eastern time. The quarter before that, I think it was around 4.15 uh, Q3 of last year, this is going to be their Q3 that they're going to be reporting. Q3 of last year, they reported around 4.10 p.m. Eastern time. So I just wanted to give a little warning here that um, if you are waiting for AMD results tonight and you don't see them out by 4.05, don't, don't freak out. If you don't see them out by 4.10, don't freak out. If you don't see them out by 4.15, don't freak out. If you don't see them by like 5 Maybe, maybe, maybe freak out a little maybe bit. Maybe it's time to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's such an interesting one. Uh, like the, uh, <laughs> it's easy to forget that, you know, like posting earnings reports and uh, starting earnings calls and things is still run by human beings. So, well, well no, you know, no. <laughs> there, Mike, there was this interesting study done like a number of years ago, maybe like six, seven years ago, that talked about uh, it considered companies reporting anything, guidance, earnings, whatever it was, earlier than anticipated versus later than anticipated. And it kind of like correlated to a natural human tendency to like, like, hey, do you want the good news first or do you want the bad news first? And a lot of people are like, I want the good news first, right? So like th this, th whoever the researchers were, they did this study and it was true that companies giving whatever the news was earlier was generally a favorable thing for investors was generally better news for, from the management company versus doing something later. So maybe that's kind of where that, you know, if it doesn't come out to like five or five, five fifteen, maybe you start freaking out a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you keep us going with our third sack to watch for the day, Mike? Let's do it. We got block ticker SQ formerly square. Uh, Block will be publishing quarterly earnings on Thursday after market close. And they're a huge provider of payment services. I mean, similar to PayPal. Yep. Uh, and they like, they're going to be a great gauge of strength and weakness in the market. Uh, yep. I think, I think so, they're some, a great one to watch. Something that we've been talking about as a theme for this earnings season, Mike, has been Yes, you want to tune into earnings if you're an investor in a company, of course. But if you're not an investor in a company, use some of the information around, you know, based around the sector that they're in to go make a call about another company in a sector or to make a call about the gauge of some kind of consumer and Square being one of the biggest, you know, uh, point of sale providers in the world is a great gauge of the consumer in the US and globally. I think like I was doing some really quick research and like at the, I think in like summer of 2022, so just a few months ago, uh, Square Block had about 26,000 companies that were using the little, the little device for their point of sale. I think they have other, they have other devices besides like, you know, the, the longer ones or the little blocks. Um, that's about 27% of the market share for these types of devices. There's a ton of other competitors out there. There's like over 200 other competitors uh, that Square slash Black has to compete against. 
uh, consider them as a good gauge for the strength of the consumer. And that that's kind of a nice little uh, segue into our next stock to watch here. It's Yum China, Y-U-M-C. You know, Yum China is like a relatively newer issue. I think it's been around for maybe two or three years. And before it was just yum. It wasn't, they didn't have, they didn't have it break broken out to like the Chinese part of yum's brands. When yum was its own brand, yum was a great, believe it or not, was a great gauge of the Chinese consumer. And that's because one of yum's, yum's brands are uh, KFC, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. And KFC is like huge, huge, huge in China. I think that's something that a lot of like Americans and maybe Europeans don't really realize, but you can totally use Yum China the same way that we're using Block as a gauge of consumer spending. You can use Chump Yum China as a gauge for like the Chinese economy. We've heard a lot of kind of like, you know, uncertainty about the Chinese economy. Maybe something you want to look into. Uh company is going to be reporting on Tuesday. That's today after market close. And that's, and I don't know if you can, if people are watching, you can see a little fun fact going, going by on the bottom of the screen that there is double the amount of restaurants of KFC restaurants in China versus US. US has about 4,000, there's about 8,000 KFCs in China. That is mind boggling to me. Like that's such Did an you know interesting that? thing. It's like, it's not even, it's not even Subway or even Taco Bell, <laughs> not necessarily associated with America, but I find it yeah. fascinating that Kentucky Fried Chicken, an obviously American company is so popular in China. That's so interesting. Ch- chicken chicken is, is really, really popular. And like, you know, uh, one of the other major brands that Yum China has is Pizza Hut. And just for like a little bit of perspective, there are about three times as many Pizza Huts in the United States than there are in China. So like, you know, a little a little balance there, I think. How about our last stock to watch? What, which one is it again? I forget, Mike. I already forget. We just did. We just talked about it. I already forget. <laughs> we started talking about food and chicken. And I'm getting hungry. Forgetting that. <laughs> <laughs> Our last talk to watch is Arista Networks, ticker A-N-E-T. Um, trace, tra- the shares traded up about 1% following some better than expected quarterly results and some strong guidance uh, last night, Monday evening. I'm um, looking at a... 1.09 billion estimate and they re- announced a 1.175 to 1.2 billion revenue. I mean, that's a, a solid uh, beat on there. They, a lot of analyst coverage, uh, yeah. especially on the sell side this morning. I don't know if yep. you have more uh, context there, Brenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of the thing that caught my attention this morning when I was looking around, looking around at Wall Street was the number of analysts that we're talking about Arista. Benzinga has a database of a lot of the sell side notes um, that we're using for our own content, for our own reporting. And I saw like 10 or 11 analysts this morning commenting on Arista following those results. A lot of them were highlighting the really strong guidance. I wanted to highlight a couple things here, a couple comments from a few notes around the web, and then also give you a couple peers that you can also look at if you're kind of intrigued by the strength of Arista's quarter and their guidance. So we had, uh, oh, you know what else too? The company is going to be giving um, an investor day on Thursday of this week. And one of the analysts, despite the company giving some guidance with the results, 
yesterday, there was one analyst that I saw this morning that said that they're expecting more guidance to be coming out Thursday, and they expected that guidance to be coming out Thursday strong. So we have a news catalyst yesterday and today, obviously, in Arista. Seems like there's going to be another one on Thursday. Uh, just reading a couple of the quick comments that I caught from a few of these notes. Um, a strong drive for 2022-2023 guidance at its analyst day on Thursday. We expect the guidance to be good. That was from one analyst. The main strength for the company's quarter was their cloud sales. And I saw a couple analysts saying that they expect strength in Arista's cloud to continue. One analyst said cloud sales should be viewed as a more sustainable treat. They were using a little a little Halloween pun there. Uh, scary comps can be handled. I guess one of the kind of like concerning data points that Arista gave was their comparable figures weren't exactly the best. At least one analyst saying not a biggie. They can management can can deal with that kind of stuff. A couple other peers to watch in this networking space, of course, Cisco, CSCO, also F5, that's ticker FFIV, and Juniper Networks, that's JNPR, and then one more for good measure, Extreme Networks, that's ticker EXTR, just a couple other networking names that you can look at here. All right, let me just double check over our list here real quick, Mike. I think we hit all of our socks to watch for the day. Yes, and yes, we did. That was your five ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll, of course, be back tomorrow for Wednesday's edition of Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch Podcast. And good luck out there. I'll let you sign us off, Mike, if you don't mind. Heck yeah, everyone. Have a great day out there. Happy Tuesday. And enjoy the day. Enjoy the trading or just relaxing if you're doing either one. Tomorrow. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Later. <laughs> Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.